welcome back to my life story. Last time we talked about how I was born and we talked about birthdays. So today I'm not really in the best mood, which makes me kind of want to talk about negative things because when you're already feeling like shit, for some reason there's something in you that just wants to grow that feeling. You know, like people maybe will try to cheer you up and you just can't let that happen. You know, you got to keep feeling bad. So along those lines of thought, let's let's keep on the topic of birth and let's talk about um, what a ginormous baby I was when I was born because I promise this is going somewhere. So when I was born, I was approximately 9 pounds, 5 ounces, which is above average. Not as big as my oldest child, but a large baby. And um, thanks to that, I earned the nickname Big Bonky Baby with a big bonky head. Now, you might be thinking, well, gosh, that's a long nickname. Her name is Barbara. Wouldn't it be much quicker to say Barbara than to say big bonky baby with a big bonky head? But hey, I didn't pick it. In fact, it wasn't just a name. It was also a song. And it sounded like this. She's a big bonky baby with a big bonky head, bonky baby, bonky head which I was reminded of very recently when my parents in unison sang it to me about two weeks ago. Why? I don't know. It was related to some conversation we were having, probably about nicknames and how mine was the worst. Um, so in addition to that nickname, I believe I was also called Blumplebump. I'm not sure what a blumple bump is. It sounds like something you might find like on the bottom of your foot or your butt. Blumple bump. Sounds like a gross thing to me, but that was my nickname. And my parents were actually offended when my one uncle occasionally mispronounced it and called me Blunkle Blunk. And they had to correct him. It's not Blunkle Blunk. It's Blumplebump. So, me, in my chubby cheeks, you know, I assume I was cute, but for some reason, there I am, bestowed these names, such as Big Bunky Baby with a Big Bunky Head and Blumplebump. But at least, they kept with the B theme, seeing as my name is Barbara. Um, I guess I was always a, like, thicker child. You know how some kids come out and they're, like, these cute little, uh, I don't know, wiry-looking things, and, like, then there are these kids that look like they're made of fucking cement. Oops, didn't mean to drop an F-bomb. Freaking cement. Uh, I was more of, like, the cinder block type of child, at least in the beginning, you know? I had, like, the thick thighs. In fact, one of my very earliest memories 
was of being a toddler and my dad taking me to the doctor's office and I had to get a shot and they, you know, some type of vaccine and, and they, uh, stuck it in my thigh and all I can remember is the doctor joking and saying that I had thighs so thick that he, that I, that he broke six needles trying to inject me with this vaccine. Now, because I was probably like three or four years old, I thought that that was true. And so here I am thinking there are six broken off needles in my leg. There were not. Um, and they also commented on how tough I was emotionally because I didn't react. And looking back, that was kind of strange. Like most kids kind of cry or flinch when they uh, are stuck with the needle. Um, But I just remember not wanting them to know that it hurt. And so I remember holding really still and just calmly staring at the ceiling. And I was grateful that the one tear that did sneak its way out of my eye was facing the opposite way from them. So I was pretty sure they didn't see it. Um, It was really important to me not to let them know that I was upset or that it hurt. Maybe there's, you know, something behind that too. But anyway, so thick thighs. That was one of my first memories. And then, um, I also remember growing up, my mom was always telling me, uh, because, you know, I have two older sisters and we lived off hand-me-downs. My oldest sister was the only one that ever got brand new clothes. And then we just got her old clothes. And my mom would always say, I don't know if this is going to fit you. You're built differently from your sister's. And when she would say that, like, I would imagine, like, this big, clumsy, you know, like, like the big Legos versus the little Legos, and I was the big Legos. And so I was somehow just built differently, like, maybe I was more square than my sisters. Um, I kind of figured it meant, like, fat, but, but she never said fat, she just said built differently, so, and my sisters, to me, looked like they were built correct, so I sort of felt like... If my sisters are built correctly and I'm built differently, I must be built incorrectly, but I'm just going to live with that. I actually accepted it very calmly. And um, I remember being a little kid in church and watching all of the people go up for communion. I would look for sort of the chunky women so that I could just accept the fact that that was my fate. I'm going to be one of these kind of heavier set, but look at how beautiful they still are. And, And maybe in a way that was a positive thing now that I think about it. So, um, yeah, I, I also specifically remember the day that, uh, my mom had me try on my first communion dress because we were Catholic. Well, they, they still are. And, um, I just remember again, my mom was like, well, this might not fit you. You're just built differently from your sisters. And in my head, I knew the dress was going to fit me because I could see it. And I could see that it was my size. And, um, you know, again, it was one that was handed down from my older two sisters. They both wore it. And I had, was always excited to wear this dress. It was the communion dress. And then I was kind of upset that my mom was saying it might not fit. And then it did fit. And so I always thought to myself, just stop saying that. Every time you say it might not fit. And then it does fit. And actually, I recently had a conversation with my mother. Well, I keep talking about these recent conversations with my parents because I live with them right now. So that's nice. Um, 
And my mom was telling me that when I was born, I was baptized pretty soon afterward. But because I was such a big baby, my the baptismal gown that my older two sisters had worn was too small for me. And she talked about how disappointed she was that I wasn't able to wear that baptismal gown. And so now I'm kind of understanding that in her mind, because of that one event, she just continued to generalize it even as I grew into a toddler and kind of stretched out and thinned out. I mean, my oldest sister was like, you know, she was born a little bit early. So she was like, I think a seven pound baby. She was very small. I wasn't even that big. It was just that my other sister was so small that my mom had it in her mind. This is what babies look like. And then she had me and she was like, what is this? This is a blumple bump. This is not a baby. She even, in fact, this is another memory I have from my, from my childhood. My mom always says, when you were born, I was disappointed. And I thought, where is my tiny baby? Because I was so big. But growing up, hearing that story, I always heard... When you were born, I was disappointed. I think I internalized that a little bit too much also. So there was like disappointment. I'm this big baby. She just continues to think of me as being big even though I'm not. And on top of that, I also think that because I was named after her, don't ask me why, I was the third child. They could have named my oldest sister after her. Anyway, my mother and I share the same name. And I think that my mother is very self-critical. And I think by giving me her name, she started to project a lot of her own self-criticisms onto me as a baby. I almost wonder if she felt like, of course we named the fat one after me. Um, and not that I blame her, you know, that's being critical is something a lot of people are, are um, troubled with and it's sort of this unconscious behavior, but it happens and for a long time I was self-critical, especially, you know, about my weight is something that I, I used to be very self-critical about and it's funny because I'm not even fat and I never really was except for when I was pregnant, but then that doesn't really count. So, basically, you know, birth, early childhood, I feel like a disappointment. And so, um, I never really had a strong sense of self at all, or a uh, sense of, like, self-worth. It was always just, eh, I'm the fat one. And then, of course, there was the, uh, the comment see all these like religious sacraments kind of coincide with negative memories not that it's the religious sacraments fault but I got confirmed when I was 12 which typically the Catholic Church confirms older you know like in their teens but my sister and I my one older sister and I we both got confirmed the same year because there were just so many of us I guess my parents were like oh let's do a two-for-one deal and uh I remember we went shopping for our confirmation outfits, and we were in JCPenney or something, and I looked up on the wall and I saw this beautiful blue long flowing skirt that had these white roses on it. Now I don't know if it will be in style, but to me it looked like a princess dress you know like what every little girl would want to wear I was 12 by the way so I think I already said that anyway 12 year old me really wanted to be 
wearing that princess dress. And so I pointed it out to my mom and I was like, look at that one. And she goes, oh, I'm not going to say my sister's name, so I'm just going to call her sister. Oh, sister, why don't you try that one on? And I was like, well, I pointed it out because I want to try it on. And my mom said, it'll be too big for you. Which is so funny because every other time, everything was going to be too small for me. But this one time, she insisted, I don't think that's going to fit you. It's going to be too big. Okay. So my sister tries on the skirt. It's beautiful. She buys it. We go back to look for something for me. And I'm sort of in between sizes. Am I still in the kids section? Am I in the juniors? I don't even know what the sizes mean. So we were probably shopping in the wrong section. We end up buying a khaki skirt. You know, no style, really. Just like a straight khaki skirt and a shirt that were too small for me. And I had to squeeze my body into them. But I was like, uh, you know, I'll, I can wear this for like three more months until I eat a larger meal and then this will not go on my body at all. So that's what we bought. So my whole life I'm being told, oh, this isn't going to fit you as if it's going to be too small. And then the one thing I want to wear, that's not going to fit you because that's too big. Let me buy you something that's too small for you. And I think the reason we ended up getting that was because... I remember being in the dressing room trying to squeeze into this shirt and hearing over the intercom the attention customers we will be closing in 15 minutes and so I felt rushed and we didn't have time to keep shopping and of course because we do everything last minute confirmation was the next day so we bought this thing that was too small all right cool you know what I'm at peace with it I'm used to this in fact I thought I looked kind of cool I was like she can be the pretty one I'll be the cool one. I'm fine with this. Until the next day. So we went through our whole confirmation thing. I got the oil on my forehead and stuff and then went home afterward. And uh, I was heading up the stairs to go to my room. And I hear my mom say something to my sister. And she didn't know I could hear her. And she said, you looked so beautiful walking down that aisle. I was so proud. I thought to myself, that's my daughter. And then that was all she said. And for the first time in my life, I think, I got upset. And I poked my head down around the stairs and I said, what about me, mom? And my mom looked up at me and she said, well, you look nice too, but you just have a different style. Now listen, my sister was wearing the skirt that I wanted to buy for myself. And I ended up buying something that was too small because my mom said I couldn't wear the dress that was gonna be too big. So how can you tell me I have a different style when you're basically the one that dressed me? So then I went up to the bathroom, shut the door and I cried. And I thought, you know what? I don't care about being pretty. Forget it. I'm never going to be pretty. I don't want to be pretty. I have a different style. I'll just be the cool one. That's fine. You be the pretty one. I'll be the cool one. Being pretty is stupid. Girl stuff is stupid. I don't want any part of this. And that attitude actually persisted for many years. 
and maybe sometimes I still kind of feel that way, I don't know. But, so once again, we're laying the foundation. Maybe these are not these stories that people are always telling me to write about, but you have to understand some of the psychological groundwork that was laid prior to some of my uh, less wise life choices. And so I think I'm going to end it here for today. And surprisingly, I feel better, even though I was trying to make myself feel worse. So that kind of backfired. Joke's on me. Have a nice day.